How do you get into the right positive mindset to get your work done every day, pursue your goals, and and not let the challenges of every day affect you? Hey, welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. On this episode, we're going to explore seven ways to build a positive mindset. So let's get it going. It's the new year. We all set goals and we, we, we don't want to see failure happen, right? But naturally, the challenges of everyday life and careers and kids going to school and things like that, sometimes they just get in the way or prevent you from reaching those goals. And along the way, I have found that one of the, one of the tools uh, that, that really helped me keep focused on my goal is that positive mindset. And, and there's lots of ways that you can go about doing it. Some people are going to use an app. Maybe they're going to use a meditation app like Calm. Other people are going to go to the gym, right? So there's lots of ways that you can do positive mindset, read a lot of great books. Um, but for me, I found that uh, this little system that I use has really helped me stay focused and build habits around keeping that positive mindset, okay? So the first one is practicing gratitude. I make it a habit to express my gratitude for the things in my life that I'm thankful for. So that starts every morning with being being grateful for my health, being grateful for um, having a business and having great clients, more importantly, being grateful for my family, my wife, my kids, and I want to let them know daily, right? I want to do that daily. There's different ways that you can do uh, things to remind yourself to practice that gratitude because sometimes it just doesn't come naturally for all of us. And even if it does, you can go days without turning to the person that you most uh, uh, depend on. You can you can go days and never say, hey, by the way, I appreciate that you do this, that, or the other. And I do think it's a beautiful thing in the American culture that that gratitude is just practiced at, at such a higher level. I'm originally from Brazil, and it's interesting because when I go to Brazil, a lot of my friends, family, and even business people, they they don't make it a habit to say thank you, right? And it's not because they're not grateful or being rude, but there's just this expectation in Latin America in general, but specifically in Brazil, when you... When you do something for someone, you just do it out of your heart. So that means that that other person receiving the gift, whatever that gift is, or help, you can offend people by being overly grateful and saying thank you and thank you because people will just tell you, hey, there's no need to say thank you. I'm just doing it because I'm helping you. You're my neighbor. You're my my family member, you're my coworker, whatever the case is. So there's beauty in that as well, right? Um, a culture that doesn't practice as much gratitude because on the other side, on, on the flip side of the coin, guess what? More people do for strangers in Latin America than they do here in America. So there is that too, right? In that people just do, they don't expect the other person to you know, do a bunch of cartwheels and be like, oh my God, I'm so grateful for what you did for me. So there's beauty in that too. But for me personally, I feel like telling the people and communicating or showing it in different ways, showing my clients, showing my employees that I'm grateful for for their their participation in my life and and all the things around me. I feel like that that is just... Um, takes it to a different level. And so like, I, I've been doing thank you cards 
for as long as I could remember, definitely the last 20 plus years in business. And thank you cards, a handwritten note with words that I, I you know, you're, you're gonna, I'm not talking about a thank you card that you order and it's already printed on. I'm talking about your handwriting and you actually writing it out and saying, look, I'm thankful for this, that, or the other. It goes a long way. People remember you. Trust me, it has worked for me in a big way. All right, number two in setting a positive mindset, it's something that all of us heard from our parents growing up, right? Surround yourself with positive people. I believe that. In, in, in spending time with, with people who are positive like you and, and want to be positive, but also want to be supportive of you, that becomes really important in your journey as you grow, right? So what I would say is that for me, what has worked is that I have family, friends, and even business people who maybe they're not as, as enthusiastic or, um, or as gung-ho about the positive mindset, I don't try to uh, change their minds on it, right? Because first of all, I've heard from certain people, friends, close people that, hey, all that positive stuff is not for me. I don't like it. It actually is very irritating. I once took a, um, a bunch of my employees to a Tony Robbins event, UPW, Unleash the Power Within. And I, I tell you, there was a handful that didn't even go back the second day and a few that left on day one. And one that actually, once once he watched the videos, um, reels, before we went to the event, he said, you know what, give my ticket to some, someone else. I'm not into all this positive mindset stuff. And, and you know, he didn't go. I'm not gonna, uh, you know, shame them or anything like that. If I know I have a an employee, a family member, a neighbor, certainly colleagues, people in the business who are like-minded. For some people, it may be spiritual. Maybe they do meditation. Maybe they do yoga. For other people, it might be religion, right? Maybe it's their faith. So they go to church and that's their positive mindset. And so they might feel the same way. I want to surround myself with people who are going to the same church. You have to find what's what's good for you. But ultimately, in business, as entrepreneurs, when you're trying to build that positive mindset, certainly talking and interacting with people that are of like minds, it will help you. All right, number three, practice mindfulness. What is mindfulness after all? I mean, it's it's it, mindful is really being conscious of that uh, and focusing on that present moment, right? And, and being mindful of your thoughts and your emotions, even down to the meal that you're going to eat, which I, I was never a big believer in that. And then I started practicing that after I went to a conference in Miami where I saw Deepak Chopra. And he talked about that, even the food that you eat, just having that mindfulness so that your mind that connects to your the you know to your body and and even your your gut, your digestive system, there's studies to show that all of that connects together. And so when you're mindful and you're present there at the moment, it it really helps you stay positive. So that's a that's a really good one that I was never a believer in and it certainly works for me today. Number 4, staying active. So staying active for me is goes without say. I have four kids, you know, they're ages 4 to 12. So staying active is all we do. We're playing basketball, we're playing soccer, we're going out on trails, bike riding. It never stops. So I I enjoy staying active and then of course I've got my own exercise routines and we do a lot of uh, uh, traveling with the RV. And so staying 
active for us is easy. We don't do a lot of television. We have one TV in the whole house and we certainly enjoy movies and whatnot, but we mostly try to stay outside or doing something. So even if it's inside, staying active to us is uh, playing board games, right? Um, go in the backyard. We have swings. We do that. You can go for a walk. You can go fishing. All of that to me, it definitely boosts my mood and my energy levels. And I see it the same with the kids and as well as my wife. So having us do it together as a unit and, and then of course individually um, really helps everyone constantly stay stay you know with their levels of energy really high and i definitely feel like you know especially the days that i work out hard and and i maybe i'm outside and i'm doing the lawn those days i feel the best right so and it definitely contributes to building a positive mindset because i can see the, the you know the progress um in 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 my physical being Right. So if I'm not exercising and, and, and staying active and being outside, you, you definitely feel, you know, it catches up to you very quickly where you're feeling a little more stiff and, you, you know, you're, you're, you're just not feeling as comfortable. And for me, it definitely kind of chips away at my positive mindset. So for me, exercising regularly, I'm not a gym person. I don't go to the gym. I do all my exercise outside around the house right? Get up in the morning, 5 a.m., boom, I do a bunch of push-ups, right? Then I do my stretching, meditation, whatnot. Those are all things that really lead me to, to keeping that positive mindset. All right, number five, learn from mistakes. This one I learned early on in life, and instead of like dwelling on the mistakes that I made, what I try to do was learn from them and then use them as opportunities for me to grow. Especially when the mistakes were made, uh, were, were impacted someone. So maybe it was a client, maybe it was an employee, a friend, whatever the mistake is. I learned early on that the best thing to do was just to admit that mistake, apologize, and then correct it. And that for me became sort of a model, right? Like even in business, I would tell my employees, that's fine, we're gonna make mistakes and no problem. What we'll do is, We'll, we'll admit it, right? We'll, we'll come to the customer and say like, look, we made this mistake, we're sorry, now we're gonna correct it. And what we found was that customers are still willing to give you a great testimonial and even referrals if you're honest with them and if they see that you are willing to admit your mistakes. But I guess learning from mistakes is, is part of you know life. And if, if you are not learning from your mistakes, it definitely, kind of chips away at your your positive mindset, right? Because if you've made a mistake and you keep making it again and again and again, whatever that mistake might be for you, um, let's say it's, you don't show up on time and people keep telling you, man, you are always late to meetings and it's really annoying, um, it's unprofessional and you keep losing deals. And But then you're, you're saying, you know what? That's not how I roll because I'm a, I'm a Florida boy and this is how I do it. Well, over time, People are going to, um, you know, talk about you and that's that's going to be your reputation. You know, that guy who, you know, always shows up late and, and you're not learning from your mistakes. And, and I'm 
giving you a specific case of someone that I personally know who, you know, decades later is still making that same mistake over and over and doesn't see that, man, this is keeping you from growing and it's keeping you from having a positive mindset because if you're bitching at the fact that someone is upset that you're late, you're the one who showed up late, but you want everybody else to work on your imaginary clock. It doesn't work that way. All right, we're at number six now. So keep a positive attitude. Practice a positive attitude in your daily interactions and when facing challenges. I think this one is huge because, you know, your attitude sort of dictates everything else um, in your day. All right, if you wake up and you've got like a nice positive outlook to life and your attitude is like attitude of of, of winner who's going to just go out and kick butt and, and make things happen, if you believe that, and you have that kind of energy, it will transfer throughout the day. And I'm a very big believer in that. You know, I, you can definitely see it when you talk to certain people when their attitude sucks, right? They don't smile. They look angry like they got a chip on their shoulder, like they don't want to be there with you. That kind of attitude basically says, look, I'm a negative person. Stay away from me. Now, there's a caveat. I understand, you know, like think of COVID and all the different challenges that we've gone over the, the, the last few years when, when, and, and even forever, right? Like, doesn't matter what it is. We all go through challenges in life, whether it's financial or family loss. It's hard to have a positive attitude on those days because, or, you know, maybe it's your health, maybe you're going through something. So there are definitely, you know, moments in life where it's okay for you to, you know, choose to have an attitude that isn't so positive throughout the whole day. But those are just like few moments here and there. More often than not in life, you get the opportunities to wake up, right? If, if If you have your health, if you have your education, right? You have a good family, people who love you, a roof over your head, you have a job or you have a business. So like you have all these things, check, 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 right? And it's up to you to have that positive attitude, right? And then the daily interactions with other people, very important. If your attitude sucks, guess what? People are going to give that right back to you. Or maybe they don't even want to talk to you because your attitude sucks. We all know those people, right? You go to the networking events, you go to a a company meeting, you go to a conference, and guess what? You, you know exactly who the people are time and time again that come to these uh, events where they, they look like, you know, as, as my dad would say when we were kids in Brazil, like, hey, man, what's wrong with your attitude? It's like somebody stole the steak off your skewer. That's a saying in Portuguese. And it's true, right? Like, what, what did somebody, you know, what, what did this person who has nothing to do with your attitude do do to you to deserve this kind of you know negativity so don't be surprised that if you don't have a positive attitude don't be surprised if people don't want to be around you right i'm not saying you got to smile all the time and you know just act like the world is all peachy but if you're trying to build a positive mindset it, it can go a long way to wake up and just be positive you know, be courteous to people. Say hi. Like I was walking down the, the street here the other day in my neighborhood and there's this guy, the young couple, uh, you know, the wife and husband. They are very antisocial. Now, I don't know. You could call them introverted or, or whatever else you want to call them. I understand. And I don't hold it against them. I always say hi. And, and I was with the kids. And guess what? The, the guy doesn't say hi. 
right? Looks right at you. I don't know, maybe he's got something going on in his life, but I'm not going to stop being who I am and I'm not going to let his negative attitude, which also may not be a negative attitude, although this has been like over a year since he's moved in the neighborhood and he still doesn't talk to anyone, but that's okay. I don't know what, what, what his situation is, so I can't judge. But what I can do is still just continue to be me, right? I, I still be continuing to be Alex and say, hey, hello, how are you? Good afternoon. And if I don't get it back, that's okay. I may not say it every time, right? But I'm going to tr still try it here and there because it, it helps me with my own positive attitude, right? And it helps my mindset at the end of the day. All right, now we're on to the last one here. Number seven, find the silver lining. So look for the positive in every situation and try to find something to learn or gain from it. I definitely agree. I mean, look, two people can go through the same exact situation and have completely different reactions. That goes without saying in life. We see, we, we see it all the time, right? And, and like I said, I, I do think that there are situations where it's valid, someone is going through something um, and they're gonna have a different reaction than someone who's going through nothing challenging at the moment, right? Let's say uh, you, you get into a car accident, person A is going through a divorce, person B is like, you know, a 20 something living the time of their life, they're going to have different reactions. But in either case, I definitely know that when I've had the shit hit the fan with certain situations in life, financial, relationship, health, whatever, employees, you know, to be able to find the good uh, that, 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 that I had before me at that moment, not necessarily about that situation or person, but just in general. So just counting my lucky stars and saying, you know what, this situation is really bad right now. However, I have this that going for me, that and the other, right? And then just trying to like learn from that and saying, you know what, when this happens again, I know what I'm going to do. You know, instead of looking at it as the glass is half empty, I'm going to look at it as the glass is half full. So, so there you go. Those are the seven effective ways to build a positive mindset. There's lots of different, um, resources out there for you you know there's great books uh, obviously St Stephen Covey's the, the seven habits of highly effective people that that one I read 20 years ago and I've read it many times since another one that I can recommend is the power of positive thinking by Norman Vincent Peale that's a good one as well um, of course the miracle morning by Hal Elrod and then some podcasts, you know, podcasts that I like, but listen to very seldom because of the number of commercials. The problem is some of these podcasters, they've got, I mean, just so many ads. And to me, it's, it's not what I'm looking for. But um, when I can stomach the ads, I like the Tim Ferriss show. I like the positive mindset by uh, Johnny Berba and the positive podcast by Shane Kreider. So that's a good one too. And as far as like thought leaders, people who I follow for, for this sort of, uh, you know, different ways of building positive mindset. So one of my favorites, of course, Deepak Chopra, then Eckhart Tolle, Carol Dweck, Dr. Carol Dweck, who else? Brene Brown, Oprah Winfrey, Barack Obama. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's a lot of good leaders and thought leaders out there, whether they're writing books or or you know in in any area of business there's lots of great thought leaders 
that can help you adopt a positive mindset. And overall, when you do this, right, when you build this positive mindset, you're gonna see that it's gonna improve your mental and your physical health and, and just help you all around build stronger relationships and be more successful in your personal and professional life. I know that's the case for me, and I'm not immune to um, you know going through challenges of, of the positive mindset, let's just be honest. I mean, sometimes if you, if you allow yourself to fall off that horse you can and months can go by and you can struggle getting organized so you know take these seven and, and incorporate some of, of them into your daily routines and then just watch your mindset shift forward into the positivity so i wish you all the best of luck and uh listen if you like the podcast share it with a friend give us a review visit dadpreneur.co. We have free courses. You can join the newsletter. We have really awesome content every week. We're doing webinars where we're doing events, all kinds of stuff that's really good for the dadpreneur community here. Until the next episode, I'm your host, Alex Oliveira.